I am John, Wookiee impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. I am Chris Visions. I like walks on the beach, sunsets, poodles. What's up, everybody? Morphin time. Hi, I'm Rick Remender. I love games. I love video games. Uh, and Emerald City Comic Con! Hey, I'm Christopher Sabella. Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano. Rob, the artist. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Robbie Amell. What's up, guys? It's Autumn Lands, Tooth and Claw. I've been digging it. I'm very glad you like it. Way to go, John. <laughs> hey, you know, we're on the fly. <laughs> Today, I have special guest, Mike Selinker. You do indeed. We're working on Black Science. Nolan North. Uh, you know, great cosplayers, great fans. I talk about the amazing Spider-Man and Silk Infinite comic. Matt Jet City, Bob McLeod, creator of the New Mutants. I've been working for Marvel and DC Comics for the last 40 years. Brian Herbert. About a year ago, I got a, a Twitter site. I couldn't get my own name. Somebody took my name. <laughs> the name oh, of the game Gravisar. is Gravisar. <laughs> and uh, we're actually Studio Emma. I'm at Geek Girl Con with Stephen Poole. Robin Hobb is here! Working on a trilogy called The Fitz and the Fool. Yeah, um, I'm Phoenix Jones. I'm the leader of the Rain City Superhero Movement. Hey, my name's Claire, and I've been running Geek Star Costuming. Hey, hi, well, I'm Katie of Katie Clark Art. And we have special guest, Gus Lopez. Uh, hey, guys, I'm thrilled to be on. So, Rebecca, tell us what you've been working on lately. It's always my little vampire's webcomic. Hi, I'm Dennis, the rapper. So I'm Kazuo Maeda, I'm the uh, Imigo Softworks partner. Livio Raimondelli. Appreciate it, I'm, I'm a big Transformers fan, G1 fan myself. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Hello! Welcome to a little bit of a special episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. Thanks for listening to number 100, woohoo! We are now on 101. 101! It's like we're taking a class. This is Super Awesome Geek Show 101. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween version! (laughs) Yes, Christina and I are here, and we want to talk a little bit about Halloween and what fun things that we did, got to do, or are doing, because it is currently Halloween weekend as we record. Then later on in the episode, you will hear Rob and I talk a little bit about some toys that we had recently come across, about a 20-minute thing there. And uh, you know what, Christine? I think we're going to throw on a few things from Geek Girl Con. Yay. Because we have a couple of good interviews, so that'll be at the end, all right? Okay. For all you listeners out there, you can hear that. So, Christina, how you doing? I am excellent. Um, I did not enjoy the Seahawks game today. Well, no, I did. I always enjoy their game, but yeah. half, I was, of, half of it was really good. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it, it was just it went right along with Halloween weekend. It was scary toward the end. It was like a horror show that you're just like, no, no. I found another uh, Seahawks Lego. I got um. Oh, come on. Oh, he's way over there in the bag, so I don't know which one I got. But it was one of the players, the key players. Lynch. Yeah. I think it's actually Marshawn Lynch. Right? What? That's his name, right? Marshawn Lynch? What about him? I think that's the one I got, the Lego. 
<gasps> oh, yes. Number 24. Yeah, yeah. So now I have a generic 00 Lego that just says leader on the back. And then I also have the one that says Lynch on the back. But he needs it the, it's in the blue and green. I love That's their awesome. I love their helmets. They're so cool. I think they're fun. I love the the look of the Lego, the little like I had um a baseball Lego guy and I was like, these are fun. And then I know they had hockey ones. And um so I think they have all sports, which is kind of cool. Cool, cool. I'm wondering if they're official Lego or if they just happen to fit with Lego. That's the thing I can't figure out yet. But I didn't really do that much research to look it up. So, But anyways, so uh, what did you do this weekend, Christina? What did you dress up as? Um, well, I'll be dressing tomorrow. Oh, you're and doing tomorrow. Okay. Yes, um, I will be Ray. So you're going to do then, the actual day of Halloween. Yes, but I just realized something. What's that? Um, I have the costume. But the shoes, I do not have. And I was like, well, I'm either going to be Ray in some Converse. That could work. Or Ray in fuzzy black boots. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, crap. You know, it just hit me. Like, I'm seeing all these pictures of people dressed as Ray, and I was like, Oh, they've got the boots, and I sort of forgot the boots. Ah, crap. Oh, my gosh. I just opened the scary Halloween Reese's Pieces, and I didn't realize it was a ghost. Oh. It's white chocolate with peanut butter in the middle, and it is in the shape of a ghost. That's awesome. Totally. Okay, so let's do something. Let's discuss what has been your favorite costume that you've worn in past years so far. And then, um, or the, or the quick and the quickest costume you've thrown together. Like, oh shoot, I forgot I needed a costume and just threw something together. Pirate. And then, and then favorite candy. Ooh, yeah. All right. Did you I, go did, 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 uh, by the way, I'm John, host of the Super Awesome Geek Show. Yeah. I don't know if I said my name, but people should know me by now. And you also, right? Exactly. Miss... And if you don't, oh, well. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Christina's become the right-hand gal of the Super Awesome Geek Show. Now, does that help if you're left-handed? Uh, You could be the left-hand gal. I am right-handed, though. Oh, all right. <laughs> if I were like a giant like blob creature with um spikes coming out of my head you could sit and i took up the whole chair you'd have to sit on my leg there you go like that girl in star wars right yeah job of that <laughs> no no the um remember the big dude with the spikes in force awakens it was uh-huh. in Maz's castle yes yeah yes, yeah yes. yeah he was weird i know he never he couldn't get up that's the thing he's stuck in that chair he's so huge <laughs> okay so favorite costume you've worn you know, when I was a kid, I had a C-3PO costume, one of those oh. cheesy ones that we like was a garbage bag with like the C-3PO in the middle of it. Yeah. And then you had that plastic mask that always cut your tongue open. Yeah. Because it had that slit in it where you were supposed to talk through, but for some reason as a kid, you'd always try to stick your tongue out of it, and then it would cut your tongue, and you'd be like, ah, my tongue. Um, and of to... course, I'd run over and tell my little brother to do it, because I want him to cut his tongue too. Oh, seriously. I think my favorite one might have been last year, 
no, wait, did I wear it? No, I wore it to Kamikaze Con. No, that that wasn't my Halloween costume. I wore a Stormtrooper to Kamikaze Con. And I think last year was the year I threw together a costume, which was wearing my uh, leopard footy pajamas. And I was a leopard. But uh, I'm not my favorite one. It will have, probably, it's going to be this year, maybe. Yeah, Ray's always, cool. Yeah, I've always had trouble buying costumes because... They go and you go and there's a package with the costume on it and it says for sizes this to this, size smallest size this to this, size medium is this to this, large is this to this. And you go, well, I wear a large, like in past experiences, I was like, well, I wear a large shirt, so this should fit or, or something like that. Or I wear a medium shirt, this should fit. And then I bring it home and it really doesn't fit because... Number one, I'm high-waisted. Number two, I've got broad shoulders. So, And you get home and you're like all disappointed like, crap. So this year, same thing happened because I've lost, I lost 50 pounds. And I was like, well, it says to get the small because it said my size range was in the small. I was like, okie dokie. And so I get it. The pants fit. But the top, because I am wide in the shoulders, it, like, was tight across the chest and came up. It was almost like a midriff shirt. And then the the gauze things that cross in the front like, were fine. But I was like, this is not the Ray costume I was hoping for. <laughs> so, funny enough, I take it back to Target. And... um the lady goes, it's not on your receipt. I'm like, well, this is the receipt I bought it with because everything else I bought with it is on this receipt. They forgot to charge me for it for the first time. So essentially I had gone home with a free Ray costume. Oh, but that didn't fit, but I returned it and got a better one. So, Mm -hmm. but so I think they'll have to be this year's and my favorite candy is almond joy. Oh, I like almond joy too. With the coconut, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I love. Oh nuts. my gosh, that's crazy! Almond because it says some people. Uh, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. And I, but I love dark chocolate, so that's why I like mounds, and I love coconut. So. Yeah. But when I feel like a nut, you get the almond joy. Well, I'm a nut all the time, so. Yeah, there you go. So you know, I think this year's costume. Actually, as an adult, was my favorite because I I this was the first time I ever tried to build a costume from scratch and build a character from scratch. Had a mechanical arm and he's got dual lightsabers. One's blue and one's red, and that's because his name Vinta Gega Ek, which actually is like just the vintage geek, but made out in. Uh, but Vinta is a Jedi, he's a dark Jedi, I call him, that was out on the Outer Rim on a mission. Well, but he was beyond the Outer Rim, so he was a little bit further out, just on the edges of the galaxy, right? And when all the shit went down, and he got the message from them saying to return, and he was on his way back, but then the message switched halfway through his journey back to Coruscant, and it said... No, stay away. So Vinta stayed away and he stayed hidden, having no idea that anyone else was alive. He was he thought he was the last Jedi. 
But he knew that he had to somehow come back and overcome what was left there because of because of Ben Kenobi, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's message that was sent out that said that the you know Vader and the Emperor had taken over and they had killed all the Jedi and the temple was destroyed on Coruscant and stuff. So he was like, in order to f- defeat the dark side, maybe I need to know the dark side, fight evil with evil, you know. So he learned some dark side powers, and now he's able to wield a red and a blue lightsaber. So he dual yeah. wields, and he walks the line between good and evil. But when it counts, he usually falls to the side of good. Some people may argue that that can't happen, because once you start learning a little bit of the dark side, once you start down the dark path forever, will it dominate your destiny? But my guy's trying to control it, kind of like Ezra does, you know. Ezra yes. tries to control the dark side sometimes and use its power for good. But I'm not as whiny as Ezra. Yeah. Less um, it's sarcastic. Like, you think I am whiny. No, no, you aren't. No, I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. I was going, yeah. I think I've seen him on the... I was trying to think back. I've seen a couple episodes where, you know, but I agree. But no, I think with the post, you should post you in costume because that would be amazing. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I do. I, I put the picture up on. Did I put it on the web or did I just send you guys? No, I put it on Twitter, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. But it's too bad because uh, not many people had their phones like out and about yesterday at the party, so we didn't really get any pictures of the party. See, that would have been cool. I know. Yeah, and it my... would be neat. It would be neat to get pictures of the crew as they dress up and uh post it with us if anybody has taken a picture of themselves or had someone take a picture for them that'd be cool well the only one of our crew that showed up was me jason completely disappeared on us everybody was wondering where he was it was at our friend derek's house now derek has been on a couple times only when we talk star wars or something but i think he and he goes to star wars celebration with me so some of the listeners out there know derek because uh they've bumped into him when i'm wandering around doing star wars stuff but he dressed up as a Batman this year, and dude oh, was cool. hilarious because it looked like one of those. Do you remember? Okay, do you remember in? It was one of the Batman ones. I think it was the second movie of the of the of the recent ones. You know. Uh huh. And uh, not this Batman versus Superman stuff. I mean the uh, the stuff before with uh, what was it? Uh, was it Christopher Nolan or who what was his name? Uh... Nolan. Nolan did the did them right and it was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and it was christopher christian bale right or i think so right is that his name why yeah. am i why am i forgetting all these names but so bale's batman i think it was the second movie with the joker in it but there's a moment where he's getting these people who yeah it's the one with the joker in it because the joker actually uses one of them as bait later on but you see one of those guys running around in that like fake batman costume it looked like that only worse and it didn't fit right so his eyes were showing out of the mouth of batman like the gaping part that was supposed to just show your like nose and lower jaw but it was the hole was so big it showed his whole face so on top of his head was batman's eyes like nose eyes in the cowl for the with the ears pointing out that was all like on top of his head so it looked ridiculous and it was a little bit off kilter and one ear was flopping over so every time anyone looked at it they just started busting up laughing and i'm like that's the best batman costume ever and he's like yeah that's why i chose it it's so bad 
So I wish I got a picture of that. Um, yeah, that would have been cool. Cause I'd love seeing what people dress up as, you know, um, and what they are in their costumes, because, you know, you see our faces, you know, people see our faces every day. It's, it's fun to dress up as something. And I'm one of those people that think dressing in costume is so much fun. Um, I, anything that works, you know what I mean? Yeah. Favorite candy, though. I mean, I do love Almond Joy. I like Kit Kats. Uh, Kit Kat bars. But I still can't decide... Um, Twix are good too. Yeah, like I've, I'm that person that if there's Skittles, um, yeah, I know you love Skittles. If there's almond joys and stuff, you know, I'll be like stealing them all. And uh, when I, I when I went to college, I lived with my great aunt and uh, great grandma. And one year, my aunt's like, oh, "We don't need candy, just." leftover sitting around because sometimes you get a lot of trick-or-treaters and sometimes you don't and the funny story is she bought one of those because she worked at a grocery store she brought home one of those big things of chips of chips the lunch lunch size chips oh yeah and we hand i just i i was in college and i i don't know why i didn't go to a party i think i just didn't go to a party i wasn't Unless someone asked me, I didn't go looking for parties. So I said, sh- I told them that I would help hand out candy. And they were thrilled because, you know, they were older and they didn't want to get up and, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, up and down a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I, I kind of hung out in the front living room with a book and my studies and everything. And I dressed myself up like a big baby. Put <laughs> on pajamas I gave myself pigtails and and it was so hilarious the kids that came to the door they're like yes I got chips <laughs> like they were totally excited to get chips I was like really so the next year we did the chips and we got um Heisey had the Halloween coolers or something like that the juices yeah and we, we gave them chips and a drink because they're like I could take this for lunch tomorrow like it was so hilarious to see you know and as a kid trick-or-treating I remember like my dad would sit there and go no raisins no <laughs> anything that could be like people were trying to be nice by giving you fruit raisins you know and yeah those the things that got thrown away because if it's not completely wrapped or if someone did a homemade baked good like a rice crispy tree in the shape of a pumpkin and they thought that would be fun to hand out to kids trick-or-treating but because there's so much horrible people in the world those got thrown away really see my parents would taste test things so my mom would have taken a bite of the rice crispy treat and then been hmm I didn't die. It seems okay. Here, you can have the rest after I take one more bite. And then you can have it. <laughs> yeah. Or she would cut candy bars in half and look for the razors, you know? Right. It, or And you know what? It's so funny. Like, sometimes, have you seen a bag of candy and you've opened a bag of candy and, like, it has, like, Tootsie Rolls or something in it? Yeah. And, like, they're not completely wrapped all the way? Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. They, like, become unwrapped partly. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder how that happens. Is it just because the bag shakes around a lot and they just kind of Or because they're wrapped. Yeah, I, or they're wrapped by um, by a machine. 
So in, yeah. oh, and it could have been poorly, right? Like just poorly. Yes, and that's the part that stinks because you know the candy gets thrown away. Huh. Like in, in your opinion, okay, what is the worst Halloween candy? Oh, I don't like black licorice. No, me neither. But you want to hear the worst story? Yeah. So, so when we were kids, uh, this must have been, oh, I gotta see. I w- maybe I was like ten or eleven, and Mark was seven, maybe. You know, no, Mark was even younger. So let's see. He, because I, I actually think he was only like four or five. You know, because I, ha- I remember he could. He was barely like really. Yeah, he was probably only four or five. So that would mean I was seven or eight. And uh, we, there was a lady up the road, and she gave out like a like a, a like a granola sort of like seeds, and it was a mixture, almost like a trail mix, but it didn't have any sweet stuff in it. You know, it was just like peanuts and like seeds and other stuff. Well, Mark comes back crying when he gets to the side of the road in front of her house, and he's like, "She gave us bird seed." <laughs> He thought no. that she actually gave him bird seed. That's funny. <laughs> and he was crying because he didn't get candy. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, as a kid, see, growing up, my mom and grandma, they didn't like to do Halloween. Um, we always went to the church harvest festivals um, and got candy there, but they didn't, they wouldn't allow me to trick or treat. But on the times that I went to my dad's house and it fell on Halloween, oh, they went all out with the costumes and the trick-or-treating and um, stuff like that. So I was always excited to go to his house that time because I got to dress up and go trick-or-treating and everything. And my my stepbrothers and I had to dump our candy on the pool table and... You know, dad had to sort through it. But, like, my favorite costume then, um, I was a black cat. Like, my stepmom took me shopping, and I got all the stuff for a black kitty cat. And I had ears and painted my face. And and then one year, I was a ghost. Like, because I came to them so late. Because they lived an hour away from where I lived. Um, And so they found a white sheet, and they cut holes in the eyes and made me look like a pretty cool ghost. I just had sweatpants underneath. (laughs) so but you know it was it was fun i i like i'm one of those weird people that likes okay halloween clothes yes i'm buying them all or you know christmas clothes are okay you know you can wear them a couple weeks leading up to christmas but i was always that yay halloween pants uh halloween wear all year round oh yeah because if it's a pumpkin and it doesn't look too scary, you can even wear it in, during uh, Thanksgiving because pumpkin pie, yo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, and, okay, so favorite Halloween movie. Oh, let's see. Uh. I hear R2-D2. Did you really? <laughs> My phone didn't go off. Um, <laughs> boy, that's a tough one. You know, I... I always liked, see, the thing is, I'm not a big horror fan. I'm not a, anymore, anymore. When I was a kid, when I was younger, high school and stuff, I did. I liked a lot of things. I mean, I always watched like the Friday the 13th and the Jason or Freddy, uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, I would watch the werewolf in London and then when he came to New York, you know, those things. Uh, 
I always like the classic monster movies, like the black and white ones with, you know, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula, Bride of Dracula, you know, the creature right. from the Black Lagoon. But, um, man, I'd say favorite one. I used to like all the Hellraiser movies. Well, the first two, anyway. I, after that, they got crazy, and I didn't like them. Um, Hellraiser 2 was really good, I thought. Oh, Nightbreed! There you go. Let's go with Nightbreed as my favorite Halloween. It's also a Clive Barker film. Okay, you know, I didn't get to, like I said, didn't get to watch too many Halloween stuff. Oh, but... duh! I'm sorry. Nope. No, no, no. My absolute favorite is The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, yes. Okay, see, you know I love Snoopy. That was what I was going to say was that one. But if you go into, like, I have some friends. We started watching, like, Halloween Town. A lot of people watch Bedknobs and Broomsticks, and I have actually never seen that. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't think I have either, come to think of it. Huh. And why didn't Star Wars make a Halloween episode? (laughs) I know. (laughs) They need one. Because the Christmas one was so wonderful. They do need to have a, a Star Wars special on TV again. I think it's time. It's time. It's time. They've got new characters. and Dude, they need to do a new holiday special. Come on. <laughs> that holiday special is just awful. <laughs> it's, I, I wish they would put it out on DVD just for nostalgia's sake. Come, I mean, why not? Us Star Wars fans I, would all buy it. You know it. They would, yeah. No, but I think they could do a new one right now. You know what I mean? They could get, let's see, who could they get? Because remember they had like 70s singers in that thing? And they were all like disco and stuff. So yeah, so, that... so today it would have to be like, uh, who would be on it? Green Day? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, wait, who? Uh... You have to think of some popular, oh, they might have Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah, there you go. Lady Gaga would be on the Star Wars special. Yeah, she totally would do it. She could be from um, Naboo or... <laughs> or ja- or Jakku. Naboo, Jakku. Jakku. Yeah, you know, someone was funky here. And that's what I'm trying to think about. How am I going to do those Ray ponies? The Ray buns. Um... Can you, do you have a thing for them or are you going to try to put your hair up into it? Uh, I'm going to put my hair up into it. I have, I think I have my hair, I haven't cut it in a while. So I think it's long enough to do the three. If not, at least I'll have two. Yeah. And then just just hang down on the back, you know, or something. Yeah. Because the back, my back of my hair is shorter than um, the front side. So, because I have that A-line cut, but it's it's all messed up now, but we'll see what I do. It'll work. Yeah, I was I was laughing. I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm I'm one of those people. Like like the other day, I wore the super. It was for our fun run, and I wore the super girl shirt with it has a cape attached to the back of it. <laughs> awesome. Is that the one where you were saying when you were running down the street with a cape, but you didn't feel like um, or you felt like people were looking at you strange or something? Yeah, and I'm like, why didn't I run fast enough? <laughs> Now, capes do not make you faster. Speaking of Supergirl, I got the action figure. Awesome. I saw that. I am caught up on Supergirl. I'm caught up on Flash. So how much do you do you really like Supergirl? Do you agree that it's one of the best ones? I really what, what do you love, think? 
I love it. Totally love it. Um, I love that Jimmy Olsen is um, in charge of um, the Cat Co. right now. Um, I love who they picked to bring in for Superman. Yeah, you said that. Uh, yeah. um, I loved uh, finding out um, who John Jones is. Yeah, uh, the Martian Manhunter. Yes, and the sister and the possibility that dad is still alive yeah um, isn't, isn't that kind of freaky yeah we'll see yeah and it's happens. played by dean kane who played superman that's right even, yes you're right he was in the uh, lois and clark right and funny enough in high school for my drama class we went to the um wb it was wb at the time yeah we went to the um, wb studios and i sat at his desk really on set. yes i was like ah because I loved that show. <laughs> yeah, that was a good show. It went on for a long time, too, didn't it? Oh, it did. At least it felt like it did. Yeah, and I think that's why I love... And then I loved how The Flash appeared on Supergirl. So, like, in catching up with The Flash, I was trying to find that episode. But I guess it was one of the times he traveled through time or something. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm loving... <laughs> I think Wells is hilarious now yeah in all of his incarnations i mean that guy's a good yeah. actor and he's just yeah. he's almost played what four different wells now exactly <laughs> and then um or five if you count all the ones they were seeing that like they were trying them out they're like no not him not that well yeah i like the new one that came and they all go you got a big belly burger you know? yeah 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 he's like, and then i started legends of tomorrow and I think if anybody were just to not have watched Arrow, not have watched Flash, I think you would be lost on who these people are. And um, you'd have a hard time watching Legends if you didn't watch the others. Do you think that? Right. And I'm behind on Arrow, like very behind. So um, um, I, I remember bits of where I left off on the last Arrow. So I need to catch up there. Like I'm taking one show at a time and catching up on them. I see. Um, so like I'm behind on Supernatural I and mean, I didn't want to be behind on Supernatural, but it happens, <laughs> you know, it happens with the shows, but like all you guys talking about all these shows, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to just catch up so I can be in the conversation, understand who the heck you're talking about. Even though, <laughs> even though I don't care that it's spoiled, I want to know like, who the heck are they talking about? Yeah, but I, I mean, love this, this is the, this is the time of year where there's almost more shows than you can watch because we want to like watch them all you know there's so many that are good that are on right at the moment you know right and a bunch of them start in fall and then have that hiatus yeah uh, in the um right in the december area and then they don't come back to like january sometime i hate that i actually hate that <laughs> like i'm like <laughs> well that's just the christmas break and all that that they always yeah you because know. everybody's busy no one's gonna watch a show yeah. then and yeah. the actors want to take a break, and all the producers, they want to go spend time with family and stuff. Yeah, well, and they filmed these, like, months ahead, but um, I love, um, I loved, okay, so going, speaking of characters and costumes and stuff, how Firestorm came to be on The Flash. Oh, and then, yeah. And then I was sad that, you know, Robbie Mel was gone from his part, but then they brought in the new guy and then transferred that duo with the, oh, I can't remember the professor's name, but over into Legends of Tomorrow. I was like, okay. Yeah. And, and then uh, apparently I'm so behind on Flash. I kind of remember, but I kind of don't, not Flash, Arrow. And I'm like, 
Sarah's back? Okay. And then I was like, wait, I think I remember that, but I need to rewatch it and refresh myself. They threw her in the Lazarus Lazarus pit. Yes. And I'm like, but she was boned. She was buried in the ground when they do. Yeah, when they pulled her out and carried her over, she was like skin on bones. They must have had like a maquette or some kind of or it was yeah. CG or something, and I, and I, but I think the life came back into her when they, which is, yeah. which is cool, and and I found it funny, you know, that there was the dark version of Laurel in one of the Earths on the Flash. I was like, oh man, Laurel, everybody hates Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least at least uh, Mike Muntz and I hate Laurel. <laughs> yeah, I was never a big. I liked the other girl better. I was never a big fan. Sarah, right? I liked Sarah better than Laurel. Yeah. But, then she died. Spoiler, sorry guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm loving these shows. I was like, okay. I'm like, I don't even ever need to read the comics. But there, I saw on Netflix. There's a something else that you. That looks like there's characters. It's not Legends of Tomorrow. It's... No, there's a there's a show called Vixen, which is on. No. But I think you got to watch that on the CWC. You know, it's not that. It's something else. Yeah, let me let me open up my browser and find Netflix, and I'll tell you. Cause uh, um, there's a new girl. If you when you when you get to catch up with um, Legends of Tomorrow, they go see the Justice Society in one of them, and then one of the girls decides to go with them, and that's Vixen. Oh, it's Flashpoint. Oh yes, Flashpoint. Okay, yeah. That's what I saw. I saw it on Netflix. I was like. Oh, that's yes, that's the animated version of what uh, the Flash just did in in the TV show. Yes. So if you yes, want to watch right. that, it'll give you more details on what Flashpoint's about because they did it quicker in the TV show. So you okay. could watch that animated one and get more of the uh, Flashpoint uh, storyline if you want to understand it more. It's a good. That's a good. It was a good uh, DC animated film too. I liked it. But yeah, they um. So there's a if you go to CWC, there's one more person that you could watch. It's only there's only like two. Well, I guess they had them in shorts, but now they're on a full. So you can watch two like twenty minute things or whatever. And the first one's considered season one, and the second one's considered season two. But total together, they're only about forty minutes if you watch it all. But it's about Vixen, and okay. now Vixen is in Legends of Tomorrow. So you kind of, you go on CWC, watch the animated one, you'll get the background of Vixen and who she is. And then when she shows up on Legend Tomorrow, you're not like, oh, who is, you know, you you, you, like, where'd this person, what's she doing? (laughs) You know, so it's cool because she's got an amulet. I don't know if you know about her, but she's got an amulet. And I think you might like this power. But when she touches it, she can call on the essence of any animal oh yeah i would like that who cisco is supposed to be all right in the comics i think there was a character called vibe if i okay right and uh so cisco is now in this universe that you know waking up and being able to use his powers as vibe but the next time we come on I'm hoping to get Jason and Rob together, Jason Rigdon, mm-hmm. because Jason Rigdon just came up with an interesting idea. He thinks that Cisco is alchemy. <gasps> oh. And he thinks that Cisco's upset because of that. 
he said that one thing in one of the in one of the episodes where like you'll go back and save your mother, but you're not going to go back in time to save my brother. And then he yes. was, and, and and then the Flash was like, I can't. He's like, you know, we've I've learned my lesson. It's basically, you know, every time I try to go back in time, I screw more things up. So I can't fix everything, and it's just got to be the way it is, you know. So Cisco's mad at him for not going back and saving his brother. So he became alchemy. And since he can vibe through other realities and things, he can see the people who have powers in other realities and then he can go and turn them on. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's Jason's theory anyway. So I want to discuss. Well, I, I I want, and now I can because I've seen it. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, really want to discuss that idea with the group and see what everybody thinks. And I thinks. like Jessie Quick. I really oh, like Oh, well, she's cool. Yeah. I like, I'm like, oh, I'll come back and stay on Earth 1. Yeah. I'll go back to, like, I want more of them. I like this Wells. The Wells that was Eobardon or however you yeah, say his name. Yeah. I, gee, he was truly, but you kind of wanted to like him because yeah, you yeah. did, but then he wasn't really truly Wells. He was Eberthon, and then the whole guy in the mask was an older Flash, but he looks like Barry's dad. I was just like, "This is a total mind trick." I <laughs> yeah. I was just sitting there going, "What?" You mean Zoom, right? The Zoom, the black suit Zoom guy. Zoom, Zoom was. Um, that ended up Jay. They thought it that was Jay that um, Jay Garrick, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the guy that Jay had captured and put in that metal mask was the first. Oh yes. First guy who's kind of counseling Barry about, hey, quit running through time. Yes. Yeah. And so that's I really, right. I was really actually sad that I caught up on all of it because I was really enjoying what's next, what's next, what's next, and um. Um, um, <laughs> I'm just like, um, 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 I want more and more and more. So I'm like, okay, let's try listen to tomorrow. The first one I was like, okay, because I really like the guy who plays, um, uh, is it Dr. Cold, Mr. Cold? What is he? Uh, oh yeah. Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Um, because him and the guy who with the fire, they're in prison break together. Sorry. And I love those two. <laughs> Snart's got the fire, yeah. Yeah, they were. They were in prison break. And actually, what wasn't didn't he also appear on a couple episodes of Supernatural? Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I just, I love that they're everywhere, but I love those who, and they're bringing back Prison Break. If you have not watched Prison Break, I absolutely, people out there, it makes me want to start it all over again because I loved Prison Break. It can get pretty rough and pretty nasty. And um, yeah, but the whole workings, the guy he plays, um, Michael, the character Michael, um, his mind i love his mind it's just really the way it works to get these elaborate prison escapes and how this happens and how he times everything to the wire is just amazing that's cool that is a show i highly recommend on it's on netflix and um they're gonna be bringing and think in 2017 they're bringing a new season wow and All right. those, those who have watched Prison Break and know how the series ended are like, 
fully excited with what they're doing because the very end of the series was a total tearjerker. I think I cried for half an hour. Wow. it's it's a good show. I'm gonna have to check it out. I haven't watched. I went always seen a couple. I I know I saw a couple episodes, but I did not watch the whole thing. So yeah, um, I'm just trying to sit here and think like all the shows people are watching. I'm like obviously the movies. I'm gonna have to like watch like on on demand or a DVD or <laughs> when they come on Netflix or something. The movies I missed because I missed a lot of the movies. But well, yeah, I mean, I, like I just got Ghostbusters. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so I should probably get it. I wanted to see it, but life happens, and you don't get to go. But how many days till Rogue One? Do we know yet? Oh, it's still on the thing. But, I, yeah, I just got um, that, and I got X-Men Apocalypse. Was it, you know what's funny? I don't get what goes on with some of these stores. Okay. One day I walk in, and, like, Ghostbusters and like x-men apocalypse and like superman batman and like all these things are like on their new rack and they're all like 20 some dollars right and then uh i walk in a different day and uh it's like all those same movies are ten (laughs) dollars you know target you know what i mean like so so like I just happened to walk by and like all the new movies were 10 bucks at target. So I was like, well, screw it. I go, what, when I'm, when I, it's, you know what I mean? Like I kind of think when I rent a movie, it's going to be close to $5. All right. Right. And I wanted to rewatch, uh, X-Men apocalypse just cause I hadn't seen it since the theater. And I just was like, I want to give it another go, but I was thinking of just renting it because I remember thinking I wasn't sure if I was going to own it. I mean, but it's stupid for me to think that way because I own every single comic book movie that's ever been made, you know. So, of right. course, I'm going to own it. But, uh, yeah, so they just had Ghostbusters and X-Men Apocalypse there for $10 each. And I went, well, that's just like running it two or three times. So, OK, here we go. I'm just going to pay. For, I'm just going to buy them, you know, and I, I had never seen Ghostbusters and I just bought it just because it was 10 bucks, you know, the extended release, too. Oh, see, now I need to go to Target and get it. I was tempted to run out to Target today to go get boots. You know, like, I'd wear boots all the time, so it wouldn't have been a uh, a chore for me to get the boots that go look like, not, I want to say combat boots, but work-looking boots to yeah. do with my Ray, Ray costume. But I've what? had this pain in my neck and shoulders, and I was like, it just hurt to turn my head. So I was like, you know what, no, I just need to stay home. <laughs> I'll just be tennis shoe Ray. <laughs> You know, yeah, that is true. Sometimes you really are a pain in the neck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Share the love, right? Um, no, you know, the boots thing, I wouldn't worry about it. I was wearing sneakers with my Dark Jedi costume because I had not found the right boots yet either. No, see. Yeah, and that Darth Vader helmet that I threw on top is just something I threw on there to make it look more Star Warsian. But that's not the finished helmet. Like, I'm, I'm going to make something... But by the time Star Wars Celebration comes around, that is actually my own headpiece and my own design. But I just threw that on for yesterday because it figured it worked, you know. Uh, but yeah. according to how many days until Star Wars dot com, it says 46 days, six hours, 23 minutes, 41 seconds, 39, 38, 37, 36, 35 and so on. Yeah. 
Yay, Rogue One! So it looks like that will be where we go from now to the end of time because there will be a Star Wars movie every year for the rest of our lives. How many days until StarWars.com? Well, um, then Episode 8 comes out, but I th- or what are they doing? Releasing them every November, uh, November, every December because... I think so. So yeah, so next year, so this year will be Rogue One. Next year will be Episode 8. And then the year after that will be the Han Solo movie. And then you'll get episode nine the year after that. Then we'll all be dead. No, I'm just kidding. Which episode nine is the one that we're all going to be in as extras. Because we just happen to live in Washington State. And we just happen to be only a couple hours from where they're going to be shooting some of episode nine. And I have already talked to explore talent so if anyone out there is also interested and they live in the seattle area talk to explore talent and you may also get chosen to be an extra uh they called and sent a text message the other day saying that um they are looking for people in their 40s so i fit the bill perfect and uh that they also need a couple of people to do some speaking lines so I said I would be more than happy to do whatever they want. You can blow me up. You can make me an alien. You can make me a trooper. And I said I can I can do my own stunts. I can springboard off stuff. I will be I will do and be whatever whoever you want. And so I am totally open. And they love that. They don't like people who will whine and complain or do anything. So since I'm open to doing anything, which I think anyone would, if you're gonna, if you had a chance to be in a Star Wars movie, wouldn't you say, I don't give a shit what you're gonna do to me. Just do whatever you want. Exactly. Like, right. Like why would you complain? Air. I don't care. <laughs> why Why would you complain? You know. You're flying through the air. Look, mom, in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I can see my house from here. <laughs> yeah. You're all, I died! I was moving and I died! I was stepped on by an at-at! Yay! Chewbacca sliced me in half! No. <laughs> he tore the arms off me! Yes, that would be amazing. Oh, man, I hope you get in. I know, that would be so cool. But they're I also, mean- when I was on there, I also signed up for Black Panther, but I didn't hear anything back from that. Oh, so yeah. doing, I guess they're doing a little bit of Black Panther up in Vancouver, Canada. So, oh. uh, yeah, if, if uh, so I said, hey, might as well. I love Marvel, too, so I'll sign up for that. Sign up for anything, man. Yeah. That would be, that would be cool. Because I did a few extra things in New York. When I lived in New York, I, I was probably in like five or six different movies for doing extra, as extras, you know. And it's really fun because they're just like, you got to cheer like you're in the crowd. Or One of them was like a thing where it was like a rock concert and I was in the crowd cheering, you know. Um, yeah, I went to um, high school with this guy. Uh, you know the movie Yes Man with um, yeah. Jim Carrey? Yeah. Um, my friend from high school is in that movie. <laughs> and when they're teaching the um, class outside, there's a guy in the front. Uh-huh. And that that's my friend. He is in actually three shots. Oh, that's cool. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, and my our friends, my brother and I had friends in New York, uh, Adrian and his sister. And for a short stint, they moved, about a year or so, they moved down to like, it was either South or North Carolina. Where'd they film Dawson's Creek? Was it South Carolina? I think so. And uh, they were in every single episode of the first season of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> As extras. 
Oh my gosh. So it's fun to watch the first step of the first season and just every episode pick out where Adrian and his sister are. They always are like mouth and words, like, the, you know, silently in the background or something. Yeah. And uh, he said the cool thing about that was being a television extra, if you're a regular television extra, he goes, every day that they showed up, if they stayed the whole day, at the end of the day, you'd get $100. If you left early, you didn't get paid. But if you stayed the full time till they said, that's a wrap for the day, which sometimes was 12 or 13 hours, you know, you'd get $100 a day. So he was like, I was making $500 a week, $1,000 every two weeks. You know what I mean? So it was, it was, it was like good for him because that's, that was almost the equivalent of a job, you know? Right. So, uh, and then he said they had all the food you could ever want there because everything was catered and free. So he goes, you got meals for free. And then uh, he also got to meet all the stars and, you know, producers and everybody else because he's hanging. He was they they went every day and hung out just the whole time because it was like, why not? You know. And I would yeah. love to find something like that around here, you know, because I know there's a lot of stuff shot here, Vancouver, a few other places. And I think it'd be cool to get back into doing extra work and being extras and stuff, you know, extra, extra, yeah. extra. That would be cool. I would like to see you doing that. That would be amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope I get into that Star Wars one. That's going to be awesome. All right, Christina. Yes. Why don't we call it? We got All enough. Right. All right. We'll have Rob. Rob and I will come on next talking about toys. And then we've got toys. some stuff from Geek Girl Con. Yay. So stay tuned. Oh, and check out YouTube. I've got some cool new videos coming up. And Slob from Snitvlogski, S-N-I-T-V-L-O-G-S-K-I on YouTube. He made me a new intro for the videos, which is awesome, by the way. Same music. We It's the music that Eric Locke made from the Undone Orchestra. But it is now uh, with Slob's, Slob's gla- graphics over it. And he put together this nice little intro video that's about 30 seconds long. A little bit long for an intro video on a YouTube, but I still like it. So I'm going to keep it the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> if people get sick of it after a while, they can let me know and I'll shorten it. But uh, yeah, so uh, the videos are getting better. There's going to be some cool stuff coming down the road. All right, guys. Christina, have a good night. Yes, I'm excited. Good night. Happy Halloween, everyone. Although you'll be hearing this maybe tomorrow, maybe not. Yeah, as soon as I can get to edit it. Um, actually, tomorrow I probably can't edit it because I'm supposed to go to a game night after my classes and stuff with psychology things. Fixing my head, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a game night I'm supposed to go to after we're done fixing my head. Yay, games! So maybe like Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere down the road there. I'll put this one up. Well, we hope everyone had a super Halloween and welcome to November. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Bam, ba, da, bam, bam. Good night, Christina. Good night. All right. Here's Rob and I. See you guys. Bye. Hello, we're at Geek Girl Con 2016, and I'm here with a couple of the cosplay judges. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves and uh, let us know who your character is today? Hi, 
Awesome. Hey, I am Cheyenne Jazz Wise, and today I am Mario Kart Princess Peach. Awesome. And? Hi, I'm Lee Kovacs, and I'm dressed up as Princess Hilda from The Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. Nice. And uh, so I was checking out some of the stuff on the web about you guys, and <laughs> I gotta nice. say, Lee. I love that Supergirl costume. Oh. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Um, it's probably the uh, least clothes I've ever worn in a costume, but the most <laughs> comfortable one ever. Uh, except uh, looks are deceiving. It was a real big pain in the butt to create. Um, uh, but, I mean, I love New 52 version Supergirl's outfit. I've yeah. always liked Supergirl since, like, the 80s, but I never really liked the whole, like, skirt deal. It was like, oh, she's a girl. She has to be in a skirt, you know? But I just liked that one because it just looked a little bit more tougher yeah, than yeah. like the skirty one. So That's cool. What do you think of the show, though? Oh, the new one? I stopped watching it after like the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so Cheyenne, or I saw that you did an amazing BB-8. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Being a huge Star Wars fan, that immediately just drew me right to that image. Yeah, uh, that was probably the, the funniest thing about that. I feel like a lot of my cosplays that get a lot of attention like that that one started out as a joke. <laughs> I was I was making a friend of mine wanted to do a femme uh, fin, so I was making a jacket for her, and one of her friends was doing a femme poe, and I was like, well, then who am I supposed to be? <laughs> I was and I was kind of joking around, so we were like, well, I can't be Ray because you need a male Ray for doing a gender flip. I was like, I'll be BB-8. I was joking, and I was like, wait, actually, yeah. that would be really cool. <laughs> and then you know, just threw it together, and that's probably one of my favorite things that I've made recently. That's cool. Hey, tell us a little bit about the contest that we have tonight here at the at the Girl Con. Uh, we're gonna harsh everyone extremely uh, hard, like hard, and uh, no one's gonna win. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm really looking forward to everyone, all the contestants. Uh, I actually have no idea how many people are going to be entering. I think they said they're up to, or last night when I was talking to Steph, they said they were up to like 50. Oh my wow. goodness. So... We're going to be here forever. Yeah, <laughs> well, because initially they were saying, they're like, oh, it's probably only going to be like upwards of like 30 people. And then last night they're like, so we had a ton of new entrants. Wow. So <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Yeah, I've seen a lot of great costumes uh, flying around the show here. Is, has anything kind of struck out to you guys? I mean, it's it's. I've seen so many great ones, but probably the one that I was like, "Are you in the contest? I want to see this again." Um, is a girl who was doing like a Disney princess R two D two. Oh wow! I'm so into it. I'm like, please enter the contest. <laughs> it looks really cool. But honestly, like the level of cosplay here has been really, really great and like really creative. Yeah, I saw a great um, Padme Amidala. Where? Oh, she was like downstairs, a couple floors by the by the glass windows in the front. I didn't her, and yeah. her dress was amazing. So now I have to go hunt her down. It was all handmade, all stalker. Yeah, all handmade, all hand sewn. It was great. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I haven't seen any really yet. I literally just got here. Yeah. Like right before her. I got here and I was like, where did I go? So I just been hunting for this room. I did from a distance see a Merida. Uh and I noticed her hair instantly, but I haven't really been able to look at anyone else. So I'm like, oh. There's this gal who does the evil queen from Snow White, who's like right out the window that I can see. I saw it up close and it's bloody glorious. Yeah. And yeah. The, there's this girl who must be like knee high, who dressed up as a, as a Dalek. And it is the most adorable little thing. I mean, she has like a little egg beater in one hand. And 
It is so cute. Little kids cosplaying is all I need to survive in this world. Yeah. <laughs> That's I saw all I need. a great Wicket earlier, and she was so cute. <gasps> oh, God. Well, it's so nice when the passion starts that young, because you know the passion is really genuine, too, yeah. when, you're, when you're dealing with, with children. You know, it's just like they love it so much. Absolutely. I know it's going to be the opposite with me. I'm going to force my kid in costumes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wearing normal clothes. You're going to be in costume every day. She's like... You were going to con, get in your costume. Yeah. Mom, I don't want it too bad. No, no, no. If he decides to, if he decides to not want to do it anymore, then it's like fine, more for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good Asajj Ventress out there by the elevators. I see too. Oh, I think I see that Merida you're talking about. Yeah, there's one walking away. She looks so cute. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm. My only worry. For the contest is I feel like I'm going to be like the girl that's like for Mean Girls. I'll be like, I'm going to break my judge's award into like 12 pieces. Right. Because everybody looks so good. Are you going to be able to pick just, what, are there going to be three? Uh, Top three? We each get a judge's award yeah. and then there's um, like. there like first, second, third? There's something? like first, second, third. And then I think there's like one for like each of the categories. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last time we talked about it. But since there were so many more applicants, I don't. they might change it. I, I really don't yeah. know. Yeah. Usually when there's so many entrants, it's always really hard to narrow it down. Yeah. So. Scary. So, <laughs> so much pressure. I want to talk a little bit about creating some of these costumes because um, I've been starting to dabble into it and I've just been finding fo found objects and trying to make things work and bolt them together and That's do weird things. Start, yeah. yeah. But like you guys are getting into like I hear foam and there's like a material you can put over the foam to make it rigid you were saying Lee? Oh Warbla yeah it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I haven't messed around with Warbla that much. I, I can't. I'm like It's fast. Mm. It's like it's like if you want to do something quickly and fast to have something it works but then you have to like deal with the texture of it and it's just a little annoying. I will yeah. say to my dying day that thermoplastics are made out of pure evil. <laughs> Basically. I mean, most of the time what I do that, I mean, some people do it, but like, I don't feel like everybody like thinks to do it. If you have a thin level craft foam, you can sew through it and put yeah. fabric on the top. So 97% of the time I just do fabric topped uh, craft foam because it's easier and it's more comfortable. Also craft foam is cheap. Exactly. Warbler is not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wearable costs way too much. <laughs> Cosplay is an expensive hobby. I know. Who cares? Because because you can take that foam and pretty much carve it into any shape you want, right? Yeah. Okay. And then do you have to set it? Is there a way to set it or you something? Could, you or? could use a heat gun to to set the foam, and it kind of like closes its pores and stuff like that. Okay. So. And then you're able to paint it and do whatever you want. Uh, you still have to you still have to prime it, like coat it, maybe okay. with like Mod Podge or something, but. But yeah, uh, after that, you could just do like a uh, plastic dip over the top of it and then paint it. Nice. Okay. It still takes effort. It still yeah. takes some work, but yeah. And then it does end up being kind of fle flexible. Okay. So, but, so you got to make sure it's not something that is going to get a lot of like, you know, like wear and tear on it. Sure. Um, but yeah. So like if you made oversized boots, they would probably wear out over time? Uh, the paint will probably most yeah. likely wear out. You might have to just keep touching it up. But I mean... You know, it's it's really great. I still like foam. Cool. Now, like, did you make everything on your costume? Like the ears, shoulder pads, your yeah. little headband, everything? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And all hand sewn <laughs> and everything? Uh, well, if you mean by hand, like well, the, well, running it through my machine. machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean. Yeah. I yeah. sat there for hours stitching it by hand. No, oh, God. I, no huh? <laughs> I, I know people who do that, and I'm just like, why? I didn't so embroider on a cosplay once, never again. I did that, too, and I was just like, nope. I'm like, buying an embroidery machine. You do all the work for me. 
So you're that. far away from the found object kind of cosplay, right? <laughs> it's still, we could still do found ob- yeah. objects. Yeah. yeah. You still run across things that are like, oh, this would fit perfect in this costume, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the molds for my for my armor are like these like half-shaped domes that I've had. So oh, I was indeed. just like, oh, those are like the perfect size. And then there's like this... At first, I tried this one like rubber ball that I had. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I should be putting like heated Wurbla on top of this rubber ball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Totally. Yeah, I'm the queen of, of let's find something at the dollar store that's the shape we want and paint it. Like, that's still absolutely a thing that, yeah. that cosplayers do. And if you're doing something that is a more plain clothes character, there's zero shame in buying it if it's something that, you know, you don't have to make. Yeah. Because most of the time, like, with characters, it's not stuff you, like, you can't go to the store and get. Of course, you know? yeah. yeah. But, like, I do Lana from Archer. I literally just found a dress that worked, and then I ended up making the boots, and, like, I do my hair up and stuff because I just kind of look like her. So I was like, that that's not that much work. But it's also one of the costumes that I get the most recognition for, and I'm like... I have all this stuff that I've spent all this time on and done all this work. It's like, what's the point? And this one that I threw a sweater on because one of my friends was doing Archer, and everyone's like, oh, you're the Lana. And I'm like, yes, okay. Oh, that's great. Rob, you got any good questions? <laughs> well, I know that, at least personally speaking, like fabric is one of the mediums that I absolutely just cannot deal with. Like my fingers turn into giant sausages. Like I can, I can paint, I can... You know. So I, I'm just wondering, how long did it take for you to become this proficient with with cosplay, because you have amazing work. I mean, I started 18 years ago, <laughs> so I've been working at it for a while. But I'll tell you a secret: I hate sewing. I just do. It's just it's one of those things. Like, fine, I'll just do it just to get it over with. But I hate sewing, and I I, I prefer pattern making more, and I prefer making props and armor. But eventually, you just get the hang of fabric and stuff like that. Um, you end up figuring out your favorites. And then the ones you hate, and just avoid the ones you hate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, for me, I actually kind of have grown up around costumes and fabric and stuff. Um, My mother was a seamstress, my grandmother was a seamstress. So I grew up around sewing machines and stuff. And like when I was little, that was my mom's way of like, I don't have money for my daughter to take ballet classes that she wants to take, but I can sew. So she would do all the costumes for the Nutcracker and stuff. Um, But I, it was, it was really cool. But on the one hand, it almost like, made it too easy for me not to learn because it was like, well, mom, you can make it. <laughs> if you make it, it'll look better and I'll be less frustrated. Um, so I like, I kind of always knew, but I didn't get into sewing myself until I was like in college. Mm-hmm. So that was when I was like 18, 19 and I just turned 25. So like six years, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, it's all about baby steps. You know, yeah. like you start with stuff that's more simple and then you work up to stuff. And even then, you're still probably going to be crying and cussing and hating. Yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I, I still, I still cry through a progress sometimes. But like, why are you not done yet? Yeah. I mean, I mean, even though we've worked on things so much, uh, you're still running into issues and trial and error. And maybe one technique worked for one thing, but it just won't work for another. Yeah. And so it's just. There, it's it's always there's never like an easy yeah. there's never an easy way there, out. It's never like you never reach like okay I have like reached the peak now. <laughs> yeah. You're like oh now I have to learn how to do this thing. Unless okay. you're making the exact same thing over and over and over like this yeah. is my only costume is just in different colors. Huh. You know. <laughs> I mean I do so, variations on the same jumpsuit pattern at this point because I'm like I like this pattern it fits me good okay done. Yeah. And, and since you brought it up I'm, I'm curious favorite and most hated materials to work with. Um. Okay. 
My favorite material is uh, linen. I really like linen because it's just like the way it drapes, the way it hangs. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's like my friend. I, it's, it's that friend you just can't explain. But <laughs> uh, it works really easily. You can pin it really easily. It cuts really nicely. Um, it frays sometimes, not too much. Uh, the material I hate the most, but I love the re end result is uh, is um, chiffon. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> chiffon is like such a pain to sew because it slips on itself, and sometimes it stretches. Huh. So it like oh, yeah. it, it like it like loses its shape. It's, yeah, but yeah. it's so nice when it's done. But <laughs> but yeah, it's such a and it frays so bad if you don't finish it off. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my favorite, I've actually gotten to the point, like, didn't used to be my favorite fabric, but I've gotten to the point where my, like, old faithful is spandex, because I've done so many, like, superhero-based oh things, that it's like, <laughs> I know how to work with it, it doesn't, most of the time it doesn't fray, unless you have something that's, like, a really loose knit, um, it's very forgiving in some ways, because it is stretch, so, like, if you have any kind of, like, fit, you know, hiccups, usually you can kind of work through it, um, Least favorite is tool. I hate sewing tool because oh it's God. so thin just and it just like tool. rattles your machine and messes up your needles and I hate it so yeah. much. And normally when you're working with tool, you're working with 300 yards of tool. <laughs> you don't ever just do one thing of it. It's always like I'm doing a giant ball gown or I'm doing a big petticoat or something. So like you have to work on it forever and ever and ever and I hate it. It's like you better get used to looking at it for a long yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Settle in, put the Lord of the Rings movies on, like you're going to be All here for yeah. All of them the extended editions. <laughs> <laughs> Better hope it's a color that you really, really, really like, right? Basically. Yeah. So let's go into the hair a little bit, because <laughs> I know you guys both have amazing hair right now. Um, now, some of the wigs, I know that people create them. And then are there others that you find and then just cut and mold and shape using like hair products and things to get it to the way you want it? I think generally most of it you have to find a base and then work from that base uh -huh. to create something. Yeah. Uh, this one I got lucky because she her hair is just simple as heck. It's nothing. It's just parted in the middle and that's all there is to it. You're like, cool, done. <laughs> like, sweet, least, least effort I've ever had to do on a wig. But most of the time you have to buy wigs as a base and then get more like wefts or buy two wigs and put them together. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. The, um, 90% of the time, you, yeah, you're going to buy a base wig. Um, one thing that I do, because I'm cheap as hell, and this is a good cheap cosplayer tip, um, look up how to make wefts on YouTube. It's actually super simple. You can buy braiding hair from the beauty store in your local hood-ass place, wherever you live. <laughs> I'm from the hood. I'm allowed to say that. Um, and you can get it for, yeah, pretty much. But, like, any place that they sell, like, black hair products, because it's, like, the braiding hair to put in cornrows. Sure. It's just yeah. a big, loose, like, thing of hair. It's usually about $3 for a <laughs> yeah. giant thing of hair. Like, I literally, two packs of that are in this, and it gives you a lot of hair, and you get a little bit more control of it. And, obviously, wefts are wonderful. Yeah. But when you have to, like, be mindful of your budget, like, mm -hmm. it takes, like, you know, an extra couple of hours to make the wefts, but it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and then with this, there's like styrofoam balls in there and all kinds of craziness. Yeah, you but... have to keep in mind uh, the weight of the wig afterwards, too. <sighs> oh, okay. Like, if you need to keep building up, don't just keep adding wefts to it. Like, maybe yeah. just stuff it sure. with, like, batting underneath and then put your hair on top. I mean, I've always thought about, like, costumes. It could be all about trying to recreate something accurately, or you could just fake it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just fake it. <laughs> I mean, really, what's underneath isn't seen. It's like yeah. the outside. So if you can 
like as long fake... as it looks good, you're fine. Yeah, do, yeah. Do whatever you need to do to achieve your end results. So absolutely. So, so it sounds like the the, the weight issue with wigs is, comes from personal experience. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do Princess Jasmine and eighty Starfire, so yeah, I yeah, had okay. some big yeah. wigs. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. How, how many pounds does that Starfire um, wig weigh? <laughs> well, the Starfire wig that I have uh, now is actually not that bad because I, I have a foam insert in it, and then it's just teased a lot because mm -hmm. it's just big and curly. Um, but my Jasmine wig I made when I was, like, earlier in my cosplay career, um, and that one weighs, like, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I didn't, I remember wearing it and being like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm comfortable. And then I took it off and was like, oh, actually, that is a pain in the butt to wear. But yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. And then I got one thing too, like um, one, putting together something that I might do for Star Wars Celebration. I've been concerned with the heat. I don't want to overheat. Do you guys, how do you guys deal with that kind of problem? Or do you even have it? You, you just know? deal with it. <laughs> uh, depends on, it depends on your outfit. If it's going to be like a full suit that you're kind of like hidden inside, you could build in fans. That's true. And yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Um, but uh, also, you can try and maybe like build, if it's also like a big suit or something, you could just try to maybe build a skeleton. Uh -huh. So nothing's actually directly touching you. But I think most of the time I just deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I just suffer through it. I'm from Nevada, so I'm I'm used to dealing with with like just you're gonna be caught, you're gonna die. Yeah. I wore I wore a velvet ball gown on a 110 degree day to a convention this year because I'm an idiot. So like, and we did a shoot on the rooftop at high noon, and I was like, this was a great idea. So you're so used I'm to just, just melting away. Basically, the... <laughs> you just deal with it. Dude, I'd become confi. I'd just cook in my own fat. That would be terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, for the most part, like, when you go to conventions and stuff, like, it's always air-conditioned inside. Yeah. yeah. So, really, you just have to be Unless uncomfortable. there's, like, a bajillion people in there. Oh, and then there's, like, true. no air-conditioning. <laughs> that's true. The la well, one of the last cons I went to, so I wore the, the velvet ball gown costume. I did Anthe Hememia from Revolution Girl Utena. And, like, was, was pretty hot, but it was air-conditioned inside. So, I was like, whatever, I'm fine. And then the next day, I wore Lum from Ursa Yetsura, because it was an anime conventions so was like all my weeboo characters um and the fans and the air conditioning had broken in the exhibitors hall <laughs> and i was in a, i was literally in like a bikini and a wig so i was fine <laughs> but i was like if this had happened yesterday i probably would have actually fainted and died like that's when you're like i'm going back to my hotel room and i'm not coming back out <laughs> you're like i'm done i'm good yeah yeah i've been just trying to design it so that i can wear really loose clothing underneath and then the rest of it's just robes that flow so i was just hoping that you know the air would just kind of flow through it like people say they do when they're in saudi arabia or something you know yeah also pick your depending on what materials you pick too absolutely yeah. Yeah. i'm trying to get the loose like the yeah. most yeah. that breathe and they're just yeah. real loose and flowing you know <laughs> yeah. lots of natural fabrics like yeah. do like cottons and linens yeah. no polyester and no nylon. no <laughs> don't no. do anything thick just try and stick with uh, thin materials yeah, and, and speaking of, like, do you have any other good tips for people who are starting out in this and trying to get involved? I mean, what do you think is one of the better things to, uh, like, start with or whatever? You know, you, know, you know what I mean? I think I do. Um, I mean, I probably, like, my main thing is start small. 
Don't go in and be like, I'm going to make, you know. Oh, from Warcraft. And exactly. Have all this green thing. Yeah. You know, or yeah. I'm going to make, like, Princess Elsa from Frozen right away. Like, you, you can do it, but you're just going to cry and hate yourself. <laughs> and it's going to kind of kill your motivation to do it. So start with something simpler. If you want to start with found stuff, absolutely do that when you start sewing. Like, things that are, like, you know, marked as, like, beginner in the pattern section. Sure. Like, it basically, you have to work your way up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and there's a lot you can do with some of those simple patterns, too, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can absolutely. use one pattern and create, like, tons of different outfits with it. Absolutely. Stuff. You could just edit everything. Um, one thing that I've always done is, like, look at your reference material and then look at every single segment and part of it and ask yourself, do you have an idea how you're going to do that part? That's if your right, answer yeah. is no to everything... Then maybe you should go find something else <laughs> later. Yeah, maybe you should put it away later. But if it's if it's something you're very determined, figure out your goal plan first. Figure out your route first before tackling and stuff. Because if you're just gonna go straight in and, and tackle things, you're just gonna end up probably just wasting money on oh, material. That's yeah, that's true. So yeah. you wanna you wanna create your goal plan first and figure out how to do instead of like creating like, oh I'm gonna make this out of this, instead of doing that, create small tests first. Okay. Like, to test out everything you've never worked with before. And uh, and just, I don't know, keep going, you know? Yeah, totally. yeah. Just keep trying different things and don't give up, right? It's easy, yeah. it's easy to give up. It is <laughs> super easy to give up and be like, I'm not doing this. This is this is dumb. I can't do this. It's super easy to give up. But are, are you a quitter? <laughs> You're not going to be a quitter. No, you get in there. You make that yeah. costume. <laughs> like, it's fine to walk away from something for a little bit. Like, my rule for myself is when I get to the point that I'm no longer doing things that make sense, that's time when it's to, like, put it away, go take a nap. Yeah. Come back to it, and then and then another thing, because I think sometimes people think they need to like start super duper polished. You can always redo stuff. You can yeah. always rebuild stuff. You can always improve stuff. I'm constantly adding things to costumes I make, redoing stuff, being like that didn't work the way I wanted to. I'm gonna redo that. Like yeah. it's it's not a race. You or don't need to immediately, yeah. you know make the best thing ever. Also, you could be working on one thing in the very beginning, and by the time you get to the end of the costume, you've learned a completely new technique. Oh, totally. That you're like, oh, I could have made that thing like this instead. That would save me so much time. So you'll just, you just keep learning as you go. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and if you end up, it's okay to not like something at the end. I mean, you are your worst critic, you know? It is totally okay to hate something later and just redo it. Hmm. Yeah, very true. Well, you know, and since I'm a geek show, and we're going to be wrapping up really soon, I always like to know, what are you currently geeking out about? What are you having fun with? Anything in the movies, TV, books you've been reading, music? I mean... What am I geeking out about right now? The same thing that I geeked about for the last however many years. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Zelda? Yeah, Zelda, Zelda and, and Nintendo. And so, actually, what I am currently geeking out over is Gears of War 4. Oh, yeah? Oh, I want it. <laughs> I can't wait for that. It's been too long. It's almost like, is this real life? <laughs> is this really happening? <laughs> so you got two sides to you. You got this, uh, I want to be a badass guy running around with a gun blowing well, everything love, away. I and love all video games. I love, oh, yeah? I love all video games, yeah. But my favorite series is the Legend of Zelda series. Yeah. That's the one I like. I like, oh, it's out, never mind, nothing else matters right now, I'm playing that. But, I mean, I will gladly play a lot of games. I think the last one I was currently playing that I was so obsessed over was No Man's Sky. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm still obsessed over that, but now I now I go and do planet photography. 
<laughs> I just like run well, around and just do like. That was the one with all the beautiful art, like incredible artwork, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, like like uh, there's like eighteen quadrillion planets that are all yeah. procedurally generated. It is beautiful. Yeah. I started renaming my planets to like <laughs> troll people if they ever come across my planets. Oh, <laughs> I like just I like totally make it like oh yeah you could totally find this on this planet except there's none of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, um, I think that the stuff I've been geeking out about right now. Well, first off, because it's Halloween. So that means it's spoop time yeah. in my house. Yeah. Um, so so me and my boyfriend, it's just been like, okay, horror movies, Halloween, like, let's get ready. I met my boyfriend working at a haunted house. So it's oh, like, awesome. this is like our holy month, basically. <laughs> um, and then really geeking out about Stranger Things. Oh my gosh, that just was so good. That. Right? I Well, here's the thing. Dustin is my son. I've decided that that's <laughs> what... Like, I feel like when I have children, that's going to be my child. Like, to the point that I'm like, is he like my son from the future somehow? <laughs> How does this work? So I've, I've been really into that. And I'm waiting. I've been saving Luke Cage for when I get back tomorrow. I saw the first episode of that. Like, so uh, basically, if it, if it, it makes racists angry, then I want to watch it. So Yeah, Rob and I just finished... Uh, and we just are, the talk is up right now. Actually, oh, yeah. on the on the the latest episode is on Luke Cage. Oh yeah, we we I binged pretty much all of it in like a Saturday. <laughs> um, well, it's like I, I started it when it came out, watched like three episodes, and then you know my wife was 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 hadn't had a chance to see it. And was like, all right, I guess we're starting over. Let's do this. <laughs> totally. I had to wake her up early. It was like. Hey, if we're going to marathon this, we got to get up now. <laughs> oh, we just see the guys from Bob's Burgers are walking around out there. See her with the, with the pink ears? <laughs> oh, they're so cute. Yeah, it's all three kids, right? Like, you normally see it, like, you'll see a Louise by herself, but yeah. you usually don't see the whole crew. Where are your parents? Basically. Yeah, they need the parents, right? Where's your mom? They're probably walking around somewhere. Probably. Well, guys, I, I, I want to say thanks a lot for joining me here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks this for was having great. us. I know. Like, that was fun. Was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, all right. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks. See ya. Rob and I are talking giant robots. What? What? Uh, did you see the Power Rangers trailer? I saw like a, a serious movie one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy crap! I'm a Dude, little bit weirded out. I don't know, but I think it looks good. There are elements that look pretty damn decent to me. I, I'm not a fan of the... I like the helmets a lot. I'm not a fan of the, the suits. Yeah, they're I mean, they're not... Man. Yeah, they're a little... Yeah, they were kind of just more suits, right? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I don't mind the, them, like, you know, uh, teching it out a little bit. But but you start getting into that kind of Michael Bay Transformers That's visual true. dynamic. That's and, true. And and I start to to worry about that a little bit when you make things like, overly complicated. Yeah, like Battleship and all the other ones. Oh lordy. Yeah. Um. You know, like like uh, it, it it it's one of those those um series that can absolutely go super cheesy if if they let it. Yeah. But but um by going ultra ultra serious, they're 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 kind of doing sort of what Zack Snyder did with with the DC stuff, where where they I I think that they may be going a little too far in the other direction and they're trying to make it like super like um serious to like justify its budget or something i'm I'm not even sure but but uh i'm i'm kind of holding out hope that it'll be that it'll be pretty cool i mean i'll, I'll definitely wind up seeing it 
Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that there's any doubt about that because I, I have such love for the for the like uh, Super Sentai uh, uh, <laughs> character, but not. Oh my god! I mean, I've been watching those guys since you know the the early '80s. Yeah, you know, like well, you're like, after- like I was just first introduced to when the first series of Power Rangers came in here, which was probably like ninety-three. was it ninety-three? I think it was, okay. was ninety-three. Yeah, it might have been, and uh, it was probably right when uh, Nofrio and I got out of school. Then, yeah, okay, yeah. But uh, today I saw the Green Ranger. Like the new, like they have new now six inch like adult series collector Power Ranger stuff, and mm-hmm. they had the Green Ranger from the original series, and it was build the dragon or the dinosaur Megazord, and then they had the Ninja series where you were building the uh, Dragon Ninja Zord or whatever it was, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, like it's a build a figure, you know what I mean? So you get your six inch Green Ranger, but then you also get like the whole leg or something of the of the of one of the zords you know mm-hmm. and then it's just like a just like marvel and dc and the other guys are all doing build a figure they just do the same thing so i thought that was kind of neat i was like it's kind cool. of the you know and the figures are all super articulated again you know and it's just like like more so than the other series of figures that are out now mm-hmm. but that was i think always power rangers thing i mean i mean when we got those figures back in the ni- 90s their their fingers opened up and closed and we thought that was so cool you know they had more articulation oh, yeah. than we were used to at that time oh totally totally um you know i mean well when you when i look back at the toys that i had from the original like super sentai stuff uh from the early 80s a lot of them were were super limited articulation they were die cast um really nice like die cast action figures uh but but you know because of that you know fairly limited uh, articulation you know a lot of the the robots were very much the same way you know just not very much movement you could typically move the arms elbows sometimes you could turn the head if you were lucky and, yeah. and the legs were were pretty like stock still <laughs> yeah exactly there was like no movement happening there um and, and so when i see the toys today you know where where you know, honestly, a $25 action figure has like 38 points of articulation and, and, and whatnot. It kind of blows my mind a little bit because that is like so far above and beyond anything that I had any expectation of seeing when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, and God. It, <laughs> it's just like, um, what was it? I was, I was just, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, blown away by like the transformers and how much articulation those figures have today. And then all these six inch ones. And the only thing I think I have a slight issue with was, uh, like on Twitter, you can see there's pictures. We, when I, whenever I go to a D and D game or we play like a game night or something, I usually bring a couple figures and the, the guys always like to look at some of the newest stuff that, that we've got or whatever. And, uh, mm-hmm. they get a chance to check them out. But I had Supergirl and The Flash from the DC line six-inch figures, okay? Okay. I had Doctor Strange and the green uh, Iron Fist from the new Marvel Legends line. Nice. That, um, and then I had uh, Peter Vekman from the Ghostbusters six-inch line. Uh-huh. And uh, I had... Um, what is it? R is it RC twenty? What, what what was the? Damn it! I cannot believe oh. that I'm still have in Star Wars. 
Is this the new droid that, that's going to yeah. be in Rogue One? Yeah, the Rogue One. Isn't droid. it like RC twenty two or something? Right. Maybe I I I'm not sure offhand. Uh, it's oh K two S O. We're totally off. But wow. um, so I had Captain Cassian Andor with me and K two S O the uh six inch versions but k2 is like eight inches really as a figure because they put him to scale with the other guys you know oh is he like super big oh yeah he's he's pretty tall like most of the characters come just about to his shoulder so oh, wow. he's another like a shoulder and head higher than the than than most of your other black series characters you know but okay. everybody everybody was looking at him right and uh playing around with them and you know checking out their accessories and switching things around and giving our K2SO a gun and all this stuff and making it look cool. But, um, you know, I got to say Supergirl is pretty good, but she it's it doesn't capture her likeness. It's perfect. I mean, it, you can do it's just like any girl. You know what I mean? Instead of being yeah. the instead of being Melissa Benoist, it looks sort of just like any girl. And uh, and, but the flash, you know, you can definitely see in the chin and the mouth that it's it's Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and then with all the other lines, you know, the Marvel and the Star Wars and the Ghostbusters, they look like they look exactly like the people, the characters, the actors, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in you know, I, but so I'm like, what what is it about the gir- the girl, like females, that they have such a hard time capturing the likeness? You know, it's we, not cause, just because the guys because the guys though. were like going. I think it's the females that they have a hard time capturing the likeness of. Like for some reason, the laser scanner just makes all their faces into an oval. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. A lot of girls have an oval face. I think that's oh, part. Well, I, but but it's like it. they doesn't. What do you, yeah? Well, like what? <laughs> so much contouring. So much contouring is done with makeup. Which is not going to get picked up by a by a laser scanner. It's just uh-huh. going to pick up the raw shape of the face. So unless they then put on you know makeup painted on the doll, it's not going to look right because it, it it's basically the 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 face without any tricks to 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 make the the the, the contours stand out. Oh, I see you know? what you mean. Like they put shading under their jawline or something like that on the t- yeah, yeah. on the show to the cheekbones, yeah. and, you know, makeup under the eyes. And okay. and you know a lot of those small scale figures, I mean, I, some of them the 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 likeness is decent. Like the Grant Gustin one has a decent likeness. Well, these are 6 the, the inch Steven, figures, so I mean, yeah. yeah but yeah. Well, the Stephen Amell one really didn't have that good of a likeness. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And was, you know what I'm doing? I'm it, kicking myself for not grabbing it. I used to see him around and I was like, well, I don't think I'm going to get the arrow stuff, you know. But now uh, that I've got the Flash and Supergirl, I'm like, damn it, I want the arrow now and I can't find yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, cuz I think it'd just be neat to have the arrow and then I was like, um I want the Adam maybe and like a couple other, you know, I'll, I'll pick certain ones that I just want um, on my like television DC universe team. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And, um, and man, I, I gotta say, and like Supergirl is just so good and so much fun. And like, it, it is so won me over. Yeah. But I do love the action figure. I recommend grabbing one. If, if you see it come through. Okay, yeah, I'll take a look at it if we get it in the shop. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we'll get one in shipment. Yeah, because I really liked it. I think it's pretty good. Cool. You know, but 
But I think the DC figures six inch in general are just lacking something that the other other ones have. Agreed. I don't know what it is about him, but like like the Flash just can't really get. He's so poseable, but yet you mm-hmm. can't really get him into a good pose that looks like a human being. Yeah, he, yeah. It looks like all weird, and I'm like, uh, how you know, like even when they try to make him look like he's running or something, it looks mm-hmm. strange. Like you know, and and it's like you just can't really get where all the other guys look like they're in natural human poses, like no matter mm-hmm. almost how you pose them and on, on the other lines, you know, like Marvel, Star Wars and Ghostbusters. Oh, sure. But for some I, reason, the DC ones, you just got to leave them standing in their normal stance. Like you see them in the package for them to look good. You can't do some dynamic fun pose because then mm-hmm. they'd look like they're double jointed or all crazy weird or something. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't, sure. I, I don't understand why. I, it must just be just a lack of the engineering or something, you know, because like, I think that with with Marvel, with with a lot of the other lines, the, they really focus a lot on the articulation and making it look seem or look fairly natural. Um, and also, like like the the figures themselves seem to be a little bit beefier. There's a little bit more plastic there. There's a little bit more material there too. It, it seems like DC is kind of cheaping out a little bit. They, they're, they're kind of thin, aren't they? Yeah, well, yeah. look at their new ones, like their icons line. Yeah, and it is decidedly like like whipcord thin compared to any of their other figures. Um, like like the heads are smaller. I mean, not that I think that they look bad by any means, because there's a couple in there that I really want to pick up for myself. But but they are definitely a smaller kind of scale than than what we're used to seeing from six inch figures it's a little weird and yeah um if you want to talk about bad likenesses man look at the gotham line that they put out um the, the, i kid you not man uh, a lot of the bullock ones uh it looked like they got a fairly decent likeness uh from the from the scan but the paint job was just awful and a lot of them put uh, eyebrows like an entire like centimeter above where they were supposed to be so he wound oh up looking like a fine it's wow. like he told it was so bad, dude. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out when I see them in the stores. I And oh, the other thing, too, is I've been having such a difficulty getting, like, a Batman and a Superman that I like. All mm-hmm. the ones they have out that I've seen, I'm like, yeah, you know, some of the Batman ones look cool, like the future Batman guy. But mm-hmm. it's not the kind of Batman outfit I want for my – I just want one Batman that sort of rep- represents – my batman you know yeah yeah and then a superman that's like the classic superman you know so i I guess what i want is just like a batman who's normal muscles with the Mm -hmm. with the with the pointy ear cowl you know with the really pointy ears you know and Mm -hmm. just like a gray outfit with the black cape have you seen the uh the jay lee uh, Batman and Superman figures, out of curiosity. Are they out? Okay, maybe my yeah, they, they've maybe been out I need to get those because some maybe they might fit my and the Superman just in his basically regular outfit with the red underwear, you know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, let me see if I can pull them up real quick and you can see what they look like. Uh, they're they're actually let me see if I can just drag that over. No, of course not. Uh, view image. You usually drag the link. Yeah, let me do that. Come on. Copy. Give that a go.
They're both pretty solid. They're some of the nicer ones that I've seen. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I need is a good Wonder Woman, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I could I could handle these if they came out. Yeah, because they kind of yeah. match, too. They came out last year, so so um, you can definitely find them in stores still. I know, uh, actually, I know for a fact that Subspace Comics up in Linwood near the H Mart has at least the one of them in stock. At least they did like two weeks ago. Huh. So heads up. Um, but but that's probably my favorite one that I've seen out of uh, out of the DC uh, uh, collectibles line. Um, for the most part, I just have not uh, been in love with a lot of their stuff. Well, I just yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm I'm sorry, but I, yeah, it's like a factory figure of the two icons. You know, it seems like most of the Batman's have like the short ears. And, yeah, yeah. And I kind of love my Batman having the long ears. You know. Oh, totally. No, I, I get you. And then that more bat type. Um, I, I don't know what you want to call it. it it's kind of more bat type of a, for, for the bat symbol that he has. Yeah. Where yeah. like not, where they're making him pretty chunky these days. The bat symbol is pretty chunky, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, and this is another one here. That this is their icons line that I was telling you about. And you can see how the heads and stuff are a little smaller, but they are pretty solid figs. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. The icons line was good. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely a fan oh, of yeah. that one. Yeah, see, uh, I would like all three of those because that was a good Green Lantern, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I really like they do a Mister Miracle. I mean, uh, yeah, Mister Miracle, and I believe a Doctor Fate as well. Um, which, which I, I, I mean, when, when, how often do you see a friggin' Mister Miracle figure? I know. And speaking of Doctor Fate, did you see that? Hmm. He's coming. Oh, in which in which show? I don't know, but I know I saw it in the preview or somewhere. I was like, because oh, he's like, he's, I think if something goes on, he goes, I am Dr. Fate, you know? And I'm like, what? Ooh. What? Did he cool. just say what I thought he said? You know, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like a week behind on, on all my DC stuff because I watch them on Wednesdays with my buddy, uh, typically. Oh, yeah, okay. Um. And so so I haven't uh, I haven't seen any of the newer stuff uh, this uh, this week yet. Uh, but, uh, hell, I, I'm, I'm so damn excited to see, to see the DCU actually filling out the way that it needs to. Um, like, like they've done such a great job, uh, curating the, uh, the, the, the uh, list of characters, I guess, you know, or the, or the characters from, uh, from the comics to, 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 to put them on, uh, on TV. I just, I just feel, uh, like, like these are folks who really give a damn, who who really love these niche characters and 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 whatnot, and and they're uh, doing their damnedest to represent them well on on screen. It's it's just cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. Um, I am finding a lot of the DC icons, and that is exactly what I want. That's the series I've been looking for. Oh, well, there you go. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. And there, I mean, there's a lot of the ones that I want that are in the 15 to $30 range. So it doesn't seem like it's going to break my budget if I, uh, if those prices stay around that for the next month or so. Yeah. You yeah. know, I can get, cause you know, usually I can get one a paycheck or something, you know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, don't want to blow the bank. Yes, exactly. So um, yeah. that could be something I collect for the next few months. And uh, oh, yeah, and uh, the GL one is actually really extra cool because he comes with like a you know emerald arm- like energy mecha suit. Yeah, it looks like he comes with like an armored suit, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah gr- totally. Like the green energy. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool uh, and the atom pack comes with all three versions of the atom it's the only way that i think that you can get a ryan Choi figure which which oh. makes me really want it badly but like atomica is large ryan Choi is kind of middle-sized and then ray palmer is like an inch tall wow let me uh i'm gonna pop back up to the top and look for the atom here oh yeah it's super super cool Oh, yeah. Holy cow, that is cool. It's so amazing, isn't it? I'm just yeah. I'm how cool it She's is. He's super tall. He's the normal size. And then Palmer's really small inside an atom. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And it comes with extra hands, which I assume are for her, right? I, oh, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Switch out hands if you want. Wow. Oh, that is great. Atomica. <laughs> yeah. Atomica. And then the mm-hmm. both versions of the Atom. Yep. Just makes me happy. Ryan Cho never gets any love, so. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Here's one in the package where I can see them all together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the line. Even the Firestorm looks great. Oh, no kidding, right? I, I think that I, they did. They just did a really good job. Well, and I like the um, droid that comes with Superman because he, he just reminds me of the one I used to see in the comics and the TV shows whenever, oh, totally. they, whenever they would show one of his droids. You know, they just had this round head with an eye on it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I think from the John Byrne run is, is what it reminds me of. Is that I, what it is? I, I think like so. In the comics, that's where that design sort of came from was the John Byrne. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I recall. Um, and oh, and Flash comes with his uh, treadmill. <laughs> or at least there's a version of him with his treadmill. I don't know if they all do. Oh, that's badass. Cool. Oh, man. Oh, and they did uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Well, damn. Oh, God. These oh, people... and the Joker comes with the Tommy gun. and the thing. He looks cool. <laughs> dude uh, yeah i'm gonna have to buy a different one every like you got me sucked up into this dc mess now damn you <laughs> one a month now <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry for a while the dc guys <laughs> yep got another one of the dc guys that's all i'll be here for a little while <laughs> oh man as i go on uh, the hunt yeah yeah you try to get away but they keep pulling you back in yep yep, yep. <laughs> well you know in 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 it's just the thing is, is I like to have a representation of everything I enjoy. Sure. And I just don't have, I mean, I've got a pretty good Lego set of DC, but I mm-hmm. don't have a lot of DC characters, you know, that, it, that I would say is a satisfactory sort of like my version of the Justice League. Like I have my version of the, of the, of the Avengers from Marvel and I have my Guardians of the Galaxy set, but I want Black Panther for the Avengers set, and then I feel like I'm done. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't buy like all those figures. I just buy the the ones that I want, you know. And I have them fighting Thanos, and I have them against um, uh, Ultron. So those are like the two baddies. If um, there's a good Loki I can find in that series, or if he was a build a figure from the past that I missed, I don't know. 
But, mm-hmm. um, you know, whenever I find a satisfactory Loki, he'll go in there as one of my top three favorite bad guys, you know? Nice. But then, uh, you know, so it's like I want a DC group, you know? Mm-hmm. I just got the Ghostbusters six inch. I mean, I've got Star Wars set. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've um, I just got the uh, Scooby Doo six inch guys. You know, so I'm like all these oh, yeah? all these icons that I like. I now have the sets, but I don't have the DC. You know, <laughs> so I'm like yeah, yeah. So yeah, but this is exactly what I was looking for. So thanks for pointing it out. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, man. Happy you, to. even the Luther looks great. I mean, with the armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that whole line is solid. Speaking of man, the Lex Luthor Lego in the armor, the green and purple. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Oh yeah, I don't think I've even. Oh, seen it's an it. awesome Lego. He looks great. What about us. <laughs> oh. that up. dude, I have been loving the Lego. That that freaking, I got the Dormammu set or whatever, where he's breaking through with the tentacles, breaking through the oh, wall. Oh, cool. And. uh Dude, it is awesome. Oh, I'm just seeing the armor now. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, right? Isn't that cool? That's super cool. Oh, and he has the little undersuit, Yeah, too. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how cool is that? Man, I I love Legos. Yeah, they're so good. Um, I just wish they weren't as expensive. Like, that's I, like, I can exactly only get, my thought. I can only get the small sets, but what <laughs> I do is I take those, those, those small sets and combine them into a battlefield you know what i mean like yeah like my hoth my hoth battlefield is made up of four different small sets you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then same with the uh i my now my the set i have and i have a set representing the film or the thing that i like you know so i like i like the freemakers from star wars so i have a freemaker set i like ghostbusters so i have the car and the guys but that's all i need you know uh-huh. and like i have a you know, the, the Dormammu thing for my Marvel guys. So now all, like all the Avengers are in there helping them fight Dormammu, whatever's tentacle creatures coming out of the wall, as well (laughs) as the, uh, Red Skull, uh, Crossbones, Loki, and, um, Ultron is on like a little robot thing he's riding on, you know, with four legs, actually five legs. It's got five legs and it kind of looks like it has spider fangs on the front, you know? So it's like, my you know what i mean I, and then i i have like the the batman sort of like hall of justice or whatever with all uh-huh. the with all the dc guys in there including i made like a uh i found like robotic looking parts at um lego when i was there and you can build a figure when you're there you know out of uh-huh. all their, their little tub full of parts which is so much fun by the way <laughs> i'll bet i could i sometimes will sit there for an hour like building figures and then i'm like oh crap an hour's gone but i gotta i gotta leave the store <laughs> it's looking at me weird eat an afternoon there right yeah right but um and then what i did is i put this little antenna on his head so i'm like okay that guy is a um my version of cyborg but it's just the way he looks it makes it it makes it look like Oh, what the hell, man? The rest of you got cool costumes, and I got this damn thing. An antenna <laughs> on my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then, like, in, the, in my Takodana for the uh, Force Awakens set, I, I chose the Takodana, or the Tokodana, where, um, what's-her-face was there? Maz Kaneda, you know, with the... Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's the battle outside, and there's four or five sets that make up that, you know, because I bought all the small ones, 
And then I bought the set with Maz in it that has the background of her thing. But to make the battle look more filled out, I bought a couple other sets to sort of put it in there. You know, so and then I also have all the characters that were in that. Because, of course, whenever you buy one Lego set, it's always missing some of the characters that were in that scene. You know, oh, of course, of <laughs> course. they're in the other box, you know, so you're like, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If you ever want all of them, I mean, yeah. you're, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Um. At least they've started doing the whole, uh, 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 like figure with the vehicle thing. But, but I found out that they're, they're the fucking stumpy legs. Oh, they are only in the Marvel line. Oh, really? Does the DC line has regular articulating legs? If I, I think so, because I think that's how I got my Superman. Oh, okay. Have the regular or no, I got the Batman and Robin small one. Mm-hmm. And it has the cheesy Robin from the so the cheesy Robin does have the stubby legs, but the, uh-huh. the it's like the Batman from the sixties, uh, like that. Okay, you know, okay. It has the red phone and everything. It's pretty. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just a small set, but it had um, Batman and Robin in it, and the Batman has his regular legs, and the Robin has just the, the little stubbies, but he's supposed to be shorter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, but they uh, did that with the, the Spider-Man one and the, and the Hulk one and the, yeah, they had stubby legs and it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So lame. But what I did is I went to the Lego store and I just find the same color legs, but in the long version. Oh, perfect. And just, you know what I mean? Then when I get home, I just swap them out and I'll use the stubby legs for some other random character, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just save them, you know, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, I did that for uh, Bane, because I got had the Bane set with. So yeah, they do have some DC because the Bane, the one that came with Bane had stubby legs for Bane. Huh. And I and I and I remember I went to the store and basically you can build three figures at the Lego store for nine ninety nine. Okay. So, and I don't think that's bad. You get three figures. But what I do is I search. I don't care what the the character looks like after when I have them built in the store. What Mm -hmm. I'm doing is I'm looking for, you know, I write down, like, I need pants for Bane that have this thing and maybe like a little thing on there, but mostly black, you know. And I look for what I got. I found one that had a skull on, like, right where the pocket was. And they were (laughs) totally black and they had like a chain on it. And I was like, oh, see? And then when I put them on Bane, it looked awesome, you know. Yeah, perfect. Like, right? Yeah, it fits perfect. Yeah, so it's kind of like I do things like that, and then I can get the legs that move, and he'll be taller like the rest of them. Nice. But you're right. I maybe so maybe it's just some have the stubby legs and some don't. You know. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. It's just I think so that's weird. That's what it is, and I and I don't know what 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 makes them decide which is which, but yeah, that's true. Because because you're right. Because like in that one set, I didn't get a stubby leg Batman, but in the other set, I got the stubby leg. Bane and those are both DC so there's no I don't see a rhyme or reason it's just they for some reason they want some of them with stubby legs and some with regular so weird because <sighs> they didn't they don't do that with the Star Wars ones I've never seen a stubby leg Star Wars one in those small packs like that you know what huh. I mean yeah yeah so I, I wonder what it is yeah so strange huh yeah, well. <laughs> right. whatever well, no, that's us done. talking toys. I'll talk to you later, Rob. All right, you got it, buddy. Have a good one. Bye. Autobots, roll out! Oh! Hey, you 
you've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show podcast. Find us on Twitter at Awesome Geek Show, Instagram, and Facebook at Super Awesome Geek Show. And as always, thanks a lot for tagging along. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. And we'll see you next time on the Super Awesome Geek Show. Yo, Joe!